You are listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 183, Casting Call Chronicles, How Equity Auditions Work for Non-Equity Actors, with special guest Jessica Junqua. Let's get started. My name is Maggie Barra, and welcome to another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, where I take you behind the scenes of the theater industry. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com forward slash podcast. You can follow me for more tips on the actor lifestyle at Actor Aesthetic or my personal profile at Maggie Barra. All links are in the show notes. Now, please, let's get on to the show. Equity auditions. If you are just joining me for the first time, what's up? My name is Maggie Barra, and something that I talk about for a lot of time on the Actor Aesthetic Podcast is Actors Equity Association. It is the stage union for actors and stage managers. We are a big group of over, I think it's like 55,000 members in the United States. There's a lot of us, and that is not including all of the professional actors in the United States. That's just the small percentage of actors who are actually in the union. There are also professional actors that are non-union, and they can audition at union auditions sometimes. Now, one of the perks of being a member of the Actors' Equity Association as an actor is auditions held for you. Depending on the type of contract for a specific show, Broadway show, regional show, touring show, or season of shows at a specific theater, these productions and theaters are required to hold a certain amount of live auditions. Now, for example, a Broadway show can hold an open call for all actors, non-equity and equity, and that would just be considered an open call or an open audition or even a cattle call, some people might call it. But an equity audition is a little bit different. Because these are required by the union, they have to follow certain rules. And sometimes these rules change over the years and for certain circumstances. But what I've noticed since I've joined the union several years ago is that Things have changed from when I first started out after graduating college auditioning as a non-equity actor. So today I have with me Jessica Junqua. She is a friend of mine. She is a non-equity actress auditioning for the first time in the equity circuit. And she has a pretty good idea of how these auditions are run. And so if you're new to this or if you're scared about going to equity auditions as a non-equity actor, but you want to jump in, this is a great episode to listen to from someone who is experiencing it firsthand. So without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy our chat. So it's recording, and I do want to start this off because I just figured this out. Um, Jessica just reminded me that we both did hairspray together. Jessica worked the um, the crew, and Jessica was 
13. I had, to, I was probably like 16, 17 max. Um, how freaking cool, like how worlds have collided and we are here today. So Jessica, thank you so much for, um, sharing your story today. If you could just start us off by telling us where you grew up, where you went to school and what you studied and then where you are now. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me. My name is Jessica Junkwa and I am a New Jersey theater trained actress and I've been, I've grown up in East Brunswick. I've been here all my life and I graduated from East Brunswick High School. I went to Montclair State University where I have my Bachelor of Arts from communi- in Communication and Media Arts and a minor in Musical Theater. And as of January 2023 is when I decided to make a plunge into the professional acting realm and trying out all sorts of different auditions and here we are in May 2023. We're still at it. That is so cool. I'm so excited to talk to someone who is just starting, like just just getting your feet wet in um, with auditions. And I think, you know, I, I would love to start off with asking you a little bit more about how you find out about auditions. Like where are your go-to places to find out about these auditions online? Sure. So started off with Backstage. That was my very first Um, avenue of looking up auditions and in particular for like New Jersey local theater there used to be the New Jersey theater forum on newjersey.com rest in peace that's where I found out all the local stuff (laughs) (laughs) and now I use backstage still but I also use playbill.com that's Mm. become like a really great resource recently and I also use actors access not a lot but I have that as well and yeah, so those like the top two, I'd say, would be the backstage and the playbill.com. Cool, super helpful to know. So, how would you describe um, when it comes to professional auditions in New York? How would you describe the the current state of auditions in New York City? Like, would you say there are a lot of opportunities for you to audition as a non union actor? So, there's certainly a lot of auditions that I've been seeing lately. It seems like there's a lot to choose from and. Um, but, you know, as a non-union actor and the few that I've gone to, you know, it really just depends on, you know, what it what the call is for, what the show is, where it's located. Because mm-hmm. um, I've been to auditions at, you know, places like Pearl or Ripley Greer where, you know, the opportunity to be seen is more great. And then I've been to the Actors Equity Center where mm. it's a big room with a lot of people. And if you're not there, like early on, you know, the chances are a little lower. So it really just depends on, you know, like I said, what the, what the production is and, you know, if they're willing to even see like non-union actors alongside the union actors. Exactly. And so to give someone the background of what we're talking about when we talk about equity auditions or union auditions, we're talking about two different types of auditions, equity principal auditions, EPAs, or equity chorus calls, ECCs. Have you been to both or have you found yourself just at like EPAs or just at ECCs? I've been doing ECCs so far. Um, the, the auditions I've gone out to so far, have it, there hasn't been, you know, a role where going to an EPA would be, you know, a good idea, I guess. Okay. I felt I feel like so far ECCs tend to be, you know, a greater shot at, you know, being seen, at good least in my know. experience so far. Good to know. Okay. So 
When it comes to, once you find an audition uh, online and you decide, I want to go to this audition, what do you do to make your chances as high as possible to get seen if, if they decide to see union actors? Take us through like what time you get to the studio, um, and it might be different what time you get to the studio at if it was at Equity versus when you get there at Pearl or Ripley Greer. So I'll talk about the first um, ECC I went to, which was um, a couple of months ago. And so this was at Pearl Studios and it was for a touring production. I got there, I'd, if, I'd say the call was at 10. And mm -hmm. so I got there at like eight. And when I got there, there was maybe like 12 or 13 people ahead of me. So wow. I was like 13 or 14. That's and, not bad at all. Yeah, like it was great. And then how it worked was, you know, as pe as you know, the equity actors would come in, they got priority. Like they signed up on a list that the monitor, you know, had out. And when it came time for you know groups to go in, it'd be like three or four equity actors, and then like four or five non-union actors. And wow. so it went like pretty fast, you know, through the list. And so I was able to be seen that day. And so if the audition started at 10, I'd say by 1130, I was seen. And wow. yeah, so that just for my first time, beginner's luck, I'd say, because that was, you know, such a great experience and seeing, you know, how that works compared to another one that I went to a couple, like a month or so later, it was for a regional theater and it was at the Equity Center. And I kind of did the same thing where I went in, you know, at eight, because I think that call was also a 10, but there was like over a hundred wow. like, people already there in the waiting room anyway. So it looked like from what I've gathered, it seemed that, you know, equity actors were able to sign up online. And so they were able to just go right on in as they entered the building. And so, you know, by like one o'clock, like they hadn't even come to the waiting room for the mm -hmm. non-union actors so they were just still you know going through so I ended up just leaving my resume and headshot with the monitor um because I realized it was like okay if I'm like 97 on this list I don't think I'm gonna get yeah, seen today exactly so, yeah so that's been you know two examples of different like auditions I've been on so far and how very different they are Wow. Okay. Really helpful to know. And I think for the most part, yes, it depends on the type of theater, depends on the type of show that there that you might be auditioning for. If it's a show that's been around for a long time, you might have a better shot at getting seen. Um, can I ask what show it was for, for that touring production that you auditioned for? Um, this was for Companies National Tour. Wow. Okay. So that was a, a show that surprisingly you were able to get seen quickly at because that was one of the first audition, like rounds of auditions they probably had for the tour because the tour just was announced. So um, it's, it's a crapshoot. It really is. But for the most part, I think... And and what I have seen from the other side of things is that it's even difficult for me as an equity actor now to get seen at um, a big regional theater, say like the Muni um, or a theater that, you know, is really prominent, um, like Kansas City Starlight, like other regional theaters that exist in the United States. Um, it's harder for me even to walk in and get seen because if you're doing if they're doing a big season of really popular shows, um, 
everyone and their mother is going to try to audition for it. And there's more of an opera. There are more opportunities. So more people will show up versus a show like maybe company that has a smaller cast. Um, so that's really helpful to know. And then have there. So that was another audition that um, you were able to leave your headshot and resume. Have you um, been to any more that have said, you know, we're not going to see non-equity, but feel free to leave your headshot? Or have there been any that have said, we're not seeing non-equity, don't leave your headshot? <laughs> so I have seen, um, I haven't personally been to an audition where they've, you know, said that either mm-hmm. way, but I've heard stories from fellow actors that, um have you know like my vocal coach in particular was telling me a story about he and a bunch of his friends were auditioning for book of mormons like i think it was like broadway national tour and the international tour and he it was like a line out the door and i don't remember what studio or if it was at the equity center but i know that it was he was out the door and somebody came out with a megaphone and (laughs) literally was like if you are not like a man and he all these specific <laughs> specifications. And so if you're not any of that, um, we are not seeing you today and we are not, oh and you can't leave your resume. And so a lot of people left that line. Mm-hmm. And so he was able to go in and he actually made it pretty far in the process. But yeah, that's just an example, like where I wouldn't be surprised, you know, at any auditions, like going forward, if something like that was, you know, whether it's here, leave your resume headshot or don't leave it all. So, mm, yeah, that's so, so interesting. I mean, I've heard of plenty of people that have gotten callbacks from EPAs, gotten seen at ECCs and, and booked a job from it being an, a non-union actor. Actually, I just saw one of my friends post that she's doing a show um, in North Carolina and she's non-union and she went to, I think the EPA for it um, on a day that, yeah, on a day that she was like, I don't know if I want to go. And she just was like, you know what? I'm going to go. It's my favorite show and it's a role I want to play. And she booked it. And, and that happens more often than not. So if you can, if you can strike at just the right time, um, just when there's not, you know, if, if there's like some extra time to slip in there, um, you never know what could happen. And so, um, my next question for you, Jessica is, is there anything that you've learned from going to, to these union auditions, maybe about yourself as an auditioner or from watching others audition? or from watching others prepare? Yes. So um, when I went to school, like I didn't go for a theater like program. And so, you know, going in, especially to these, you know, calls where a a lot of, you know, my fellow actors, you know, have gone through a theater program. It's very different. It feels like, you know, going in blind, which is exciting because you don't know what to expect. Because I mean, what do you expect from (laughs) equity audition sometimes? But Um, it's definitely allowed me to kind of like people watch in a sense that, you know, I'll sit and I'll watch, you know, and kind of get like a gist of, you know, how things are going and what, you know, people are bringing. I look at like the binders and I see, you know, what they do to pass the time and what they wear and what and how they warm up. And it's all little tips and tricks that I can like take with me so that it's something I can keep in mind for future opportunities. So that's definitely like just it that's what I find great because even if you're never seen at least you're still getting an education and it's still bringing exposure and especially as somebody who's you know starting out exposure and just keep on the grind and keep going is gonna like get you you know far and hopefully you know as you make more connections in the industry like it will just you know 
I, I guess the floodgate would open. It's so smart of you to be going to these auditions and just going after it. Um, sometimes yeah. the hardest part, absolutely. The hardest part is just starting and just, just, just starting. There's no other way to put it. Um, and by watching others is, is such a great way to learn and grow and also just doing. Um, I know a lot of people who have anxiety over um, equity auditions because they feel you know, as a non-union actor, there's a lot of things they can't control. There's a lot of things they don't know. And the only way that you're going to find those things out for yourself is by going and, and doing. Um, and also listening to the Actor Aesthetic podcast and hear Jessica talk about her experience. You've still only been doing it for a couple of months, but would you say, what would you say are, you know, the pros and cons to being a non-union actor um, in the city right now? I mean, pros in a way, it's, I mean, it's up to you, you know, if you want to go out to set auditions. And believe me, I was in that place where I was like, oh, I don't know if I should do this. Oh, I don't want to go if I'm not going to get seen. Like, that was definitely something that played. Like, why would I, you know, spend the money to commute into the city? Mm -hmm. Why would I, you know, spend all day waiting? But in a way, like I said, one of the pros, especially, you know, for me, but maybe for others is just, you know, as you go, you kind of learn, you know, the process and how it sort of works and it's exciting also to like make new friends because in both calls like I got to like meet some really nice people and who you know shared their own recommendations and we connected through Instagram and so it's nice to meet people that are also doing it with you and it, it kind of gives you like a feeling that you're not alone especially if you're a non-union actor it's great to meet other non-union actors that are also doing the same thing you're doing. I mean, an obvious con would be, you know, the chances of getting seen, you know, depends on each call. And mm -hmm. so if you really, you know, I need to get seen, I need to get seen. I mean, you, you can't guarantee it. <laughs> it's just one of those. Sometimes you, you get to be seen. Other times you just leave your resume behind. And sometimes, like you said, they just, you don't, you can't even leave them behind anyway. But it's definitely, but I think the pros outweigh the cons, just especially, and maybe it's because I'm still so new and I haven't been jaded. Yet. <laughs> but, but no, like, it's just, it's, it's, you know, it's worth a try. And you know what? Like, it was actually sort of like a resolution. I mean, New Year's resolution makes make of what you will. But, you know, my resolution for 2023 was to give it a shot, like oh, the I professional like shot. And you know what? Like, after a year, we check in, we see how we feel. And in a way, you know, like, even if nothing goes anywhere, at least, you know, I gave it a shot. So oh, I that's love how I that. view it. That is such a good way to approach this year. That's such a smart thing to say. Have you also looked at um, non-union auditions as well? Have you, have you um, gone to any of those yet? A lot of my non-union auditions have actually been like video submissions. Awesome. And so that's something that I've been doing a lot of lately. If I'm not going in, I have been sending in a lot of self-tapes and videos. And yeah, I mean, and that's an experience like, I mean, I'll be honest. I don't know how actors, you know, <laughs> continuously get in front of the blue screen to yeah. send in videos because it's, it's a lot. But it's also fun in the sense that you can control like yeah. you mean when you're in the room you only have that one you know that one time period with the director and you know whatever happens happens with a video you can do as many takes as you want and you can send in the perfect one so <laughs> that's great obviously mm -hmm. and 
you know, it's also kind of exciting with the non-union touring or any production, because at least how I see it is that maybe there's a chance, more of a chance, just because you are a non-union actor. And so when I submit to like union uh, calls, it's like, oh, well, you know, maybe they'll take a look, maybe they won't. But with a non-union call, there's that kind of feeling of, okay, maybe I have a shot. And maybe if I'm not called immediately, maybe they'll buy my video later on. So. Yeah, you never know, but you'll never yeah. know unless you try. And so, Jessica, yes. my my last question for you is if you could give one piece of advice to um, an actor who is just graduating, whether they went to school for theater or not, um, what would you tell them? I would tell them to, you know, enjoy the the journey. And I know that sounds a little cliche, but especially just, you know, if you're coming out of school and you know you're going to dive in like to this, to, like the, the route in the field, just pay attention to what's around you and make connections, like, like make friends and, you know, just go in there with eyes wide open and ready to learn and ready to like soak up the knowledge. And you never know what you'll experience and you never know what you might share with others down mm-hmm. the road. And I like, I love how acting and theater and it can be so collaborative and it can be so, you know, it can be such a nice community of people that are all, you know, going after the same thing and they have the passion for arts. And so it's definitely just a great community to be a part of. And mm-hmm. so, like I said, just dive in and don't give up. <laughs> also, another cliche saying, but it's also, you know, you never know, because like you said, you had a friend that was able to get, you know, into a production as a non-union actor. And yeah. I've seen that with others, too. So you never know. It's the right, you got to be at the right place at the right time. And you just got to, you know, you got to try. I love it. Jessica, you rock. I love your energy. I love your outlook. Really, really strong way to approach this. And, and you are destined for really great things. So thank you for sharing your time with us today. And I look forward to what's next for you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And thank you for creating the Actors Aesthetic, you know, podcast and website. Because a lot of how I got started was from reading those articles yes! and listening to those podcasts. It works. It works. It does. <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank you.